Every light on the massive domed stadium and in the surrounding acres of parking lot flickered out. The thin crescent moon that was due later had not yet appeared, and the result was a vast black hole in the center of the sparkling city. Yet a few cars, some chauffeur-driven, eased off the feeder roads, switching out their headlamps and inched warily toward designated gates. The regular night-duty watchmen strolled the rim of the parking lot where they patrolled in accordance with their special orders for the evening. Curiosity gnawed at the security men. Who, they wondered, would rent the Sporta-dome for a tiny audience and insist on total darkness? How did anyone get the city council's approval, the fire marshal's okay? The questions had teased them for more than an hour. A witch's coven, one of them suggested half-seriously. A punk rock group, a magician's club, a gay whores convention. The guesses ran the gamut from the ridiculous to the titillating, but none of them chanced losing his job by going inside. The men worried enough. Since Major League Baseball had left town, the stadium had become a white elephant, and there was talk of tearing it down. So they watched from a distance for an occasional glimpse of a figure slipping from a vehicle or a shadow entering the rarely used stadium. A few of those attending picked their way through the eerie darkness with small electric torches. The more cautious used no light at all outside. Many pulled up the collars of their overcoats around their faces, as if it were winter rather than a damp, chilly spring. Within minutes the mysterious entrance was complete. Fewer than a hundred cars were left behind near the turnstiles. Inside, the flashlights floated ghost-like along corridors, past empty concession stands, and into the vast arena area. The lights went out as the participants took seats in designated sections close to the playing field, in case any of the faceless figures cared to speak. Few would. Some feared revealing their voices as much as their faces. Others felt that their silence proved they really did not participate, should the question ever arise in court. Precisely at 10 p.m., the last pinpoint of light died. There was not a sound to suggest that many of the nation's most financially powerful men and women occupied the vast chamber. They were people selected over a period of years since the first OPEC oil embargo, people whose reaction to opportunity was precisely predictable. The very stealth of their entrance was a prerequisite. Greed is a silent lust, thought the man of average height and medium build, who stood alone at the exact center of the artificial turf. Cunningly, the man let the silence hold for a moment. It belittled his unseen audience. Out there were men and women who had never been kept waiting in their entire lives, but they would wait for him. These members of financial royalty, these barons of oil and industry, would wait for him. Unknowingly, by waiting, they surrendered more and more control to him. Soon he would control them completely.